Hey, this bitch on. Rolex, cut it up. Rolex, buttercup. It's time for the hottest, hottest, hottest radio show and podcast. I just looked at my wrist. I got time today. With DJ it's time for Chef Radio. Radio. Yes, sir! Welcome to the start of here in the Forum Podcast. I am your host, this flyer than most. You already know it's DJ Prem in the building. I got a stacked episode for y'all. I got my guy, Monty Slay. He's in the building talking that shit with me on the interview. You know we about to get into the chef special in less than two minutes. You know we gonna end it off with the dessert mix as we do. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe to Chef Radio. We going up, we going stupid. Let's get into some new music. Or oh, it's not even new. It's just some music. Hot boy, Nardo Wig, Lil Baby. Yes, sir, it's the hottest, the biggest DJ Prem Chef Radio. I'm a boy, drive out my cars like it's urgent. I'm a boy, don't get too close, cause I might burn you. I'm a boy, but I put ice on all my bitches. I'm a boy, I bring a fire to the trenches. I'm a boy, I'm a boy. I'm a boy, I'm a boy. I'm a boy, I'm a boy. Boy, I'm a hot boy. I'm a hot boy, but got a lot of cold bitches. What's a half a million on my neck? 450. Drop a load off to the trap and tell my loons get busy. Don't let nobody tell you different. We the littlest in the city. I'm a hot boy. I tell a jeweler, cool me down. They be posted in the hood. A lot of killers sitting around. Was on the sideline, caught them at an angle, forced them out of bounds. Send them hot boys on the blitz and tell them burn that nigga down. Or the hood that is right there, she look like my type Don't care how big her booty is, won't hit if it don't feel right Hey, or the hood that y'all nigga that be fly It's a bird, it's a plane, now that's not on the sky Hey, or the hood that goin' a hundred and a fifth I'm the richest, youngest nigga, ain't nobody fucking with me Hey, or the hood that little nigga with all the hoes You look good, you look good, I ain't tryna hit that you too old Baby, I can pop out right now, pull my big one on these hoes Damn, I'm not acrobatic, I'm not flippin' on my bros, nope Shit be factual, I cannot get exposed at all Grew up talking slick, I catch a bitch before I catch a cold I ain't tryna kick it with you niggas, I got broke toes I'll tell you defensive, I'm too rich to fuck with broke hoes I won't drive my TRH no more, that shit just too slow Maybe white on white, they don't body, that's my new hoes I know a couple, I know a couple Yes sir, let's get into the chef special right now DJ Prem, do the damn thing Chef, 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 chef. Special. In the kitchen, wrist, like a stir fry. With DJ. In the mix. Hot dust case. Make that ass clap. It's Chef Radio. Radio. Yes, sir, it's time for the chef special. Let's turn up.
boyfriend trying to make me leave my main. Acting like a bitch, hoe, you fucking up the game. Told him it was good, so you knew it was some pressure. Yeah. Burning up the spot, popping up, just being extra. All in my comments, on fake pages, being messy. Block the nigga number just to make sure he don't text me. On that demon town, board this orchard, something cold. Put that guac on him, got him curling up his toes. He need in my system, I really put it on him. Energize a bunny, we be fucking till the morning. Yeah. Snatch. Give me that, give me that. 
That nigga dick up his down. Yeah, that nigga eat me out. Bitch, I'm from the hood, like stuff your shoes. Bitch, you too 
these hoes ain't right But you was blowing up her phone last night But she ain't have a ring or not her ring on last night Ooh, nigga, that's that nerve Why give a bitch a heart when she rather have a purse? Why give a bitch an inch when she rather have nine? You know how the game goes, she be mine by halftime I'm the shit, ooh, nigga, that's that nerve You all about her and she all about hers Birdman Jr. and this bitch, no flamingos And I done did every day, but trust these hoes She be fuck with When a rich nigga want you What you say? Let's go. These hoes ain't loyal. Yeah, yeah. Just got rich. What you do? Took a broke nigga bitch. Yes, sir. I can make a broke bitch rich. But I don't fuck a broke bitch. Got a white girl with some fake titties. I took her to the bay with me. Eyes closed, smoking marijuana. Rolling up that by Molly Amara. We get drunk. She wanna see a nigga trap. She wanna fuck all the rappers. When a rich nigga won't you, won't you, baby? And your nigga can't do nothing for you, nothing. Else. What you say? These hoes ain't loyal. No, they ain't. Yes, sir, let's get into this interview right now. It is the hottest, the biggest DJ Prem doing the damn thing. It's Chef Radio. Yes, sir. Welcome to Start Here in the Far Podcast, man. You already know it's your host, this flyer. The most DJ Prem is always in the building. I got my next guest. So I always say the next guest might be the best guest. Go ahead and shout yourself out, big dog. Shit. <clears throat> my name is Marciano, but you could call me by Monty Slay. Yes, me? sir. Whatever you wanna whatever you wanna use up to. Yes, sir. So um me and Monty Slay, we had like a we had a little run in and uh at between two dumpsters. He was on uh one of the episodes, one of the chefs catering episodes. Um you got what a AFM, right? Yeah, yeah, AFM. AFM. That's yes. how we heard about you. Yep, yep. So uh you decided to come on the show, tap in. Oh yeah. I didn't even like no, you could tap in like that until <laughs> I think it was underground heat. And then oh, you were yeah, talking man. about it. So you're like following me on all socials, I'm like, bet. Yeah. And then I saw like the page and all that. And I'm like, let me let me see if I can hop on this hoe. Hell yeah, bro! Underground heat, man. That's I, just another thing I do for the artists. If y'all don't know, uh, it's a, it's a thing what I do. I try to do it once a week, but I'm I be so fucking busy I can't do it once a week. Um, I was doing it. I was trying to do it three times a week, but I can't even do that. Oh damn! So, um, I kind of do it every now and then. Um, for artists where you just send me your music and I play that shit. And uh, yeah, man, it's a it's a dope time on there. Um, I try to get to all the artists. I'm not gonna lie, my last underground heat, I had over 50 submissions and I couldn't play them all. But uh, yeah, man, that's uh, that's one another thing, another out another outlet. You know, I try to do to get artists out there and shit like that. So uh, let's talk about you as an artist, bro. What actually made you want to step into music? Shit, <clears throat> a lot of things. But if I had to start somewhere, I'll say just growing up, being around my family, listening to all type of genres. It kind of just wanted to push me to like maybe try it out because hearing stuff from like hardcore rock to just <clears throat> country music and all that i like learned at a young age how people would express themselves through their music and i was like maybe this will be something for me to try out when i got a little bit older because you know all of us artists we have problems i don't care what you say we all have mental yeah. problems that's why we artists and we're not working a regular nine to five facts so i was like maybe i could 
you know, instead of doing something stupid with my anger or whatever I was going through, let me put it out on a track. Yeah. So I tried it and it felt really good and it was like a sigh of relief. That's what's up. So I was like, yo, let me just keep on doing it. And then that turned into a hobby and then it turned into a dream. Right. And like now I want to make music. Yeah, like yeah, all the yeah. Time. Yeah. So I know as an artist, bro, like everybody wants to be an artist. Everybody wants to be a rapper. Everybody wants to make music. But not everybody's going to make it. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? And I'm not saying like you're not going to make it. I'm just saying not everybody's going to make it. Not everybody but go for it. That, that's a fact. So what makes you think that this is for you, for you to make it? For me? To be honest, I don't know if I figured that out yet. I've only been in the music industry for a little over a year. But <clears throat> something that I think sets me aside, me making it, is that I don't know how to take no for an answer when I try something. You know, I gotta. it's going to bug me. I can't just like up and quit it. For sure. So if, especially if it's something I'm into. And then plus, I, I get really competitive too. So if I see someone out there who's doing the exact same shit I'm doing, like from the city of that, I'm like, oh, let me try to, let me try to compete with him. Let me try to do something yeah. better. Yeah. So just that game within me. Yeah, facts. So with music being oversaturated, what makes you stand out from other artists? <clears throat> uh, I try to be very diverse. I try to do a lot of different things. Rather than that, just like not just stick to one flow, you know what I mean? Kind of like X in a way, who's doing everything. Yeah. Like sometimes I just fuck with like a lot of heavy auto tune, but I don't go about it like someone like the short lonely. You know, okay. I, I try to rap like you know rap like j cole but like throwing that heavy auto tune and try yeah. to hit my notes and shit like that just try to give it my own twist you know absolutely that's what hip-hop is it's just we kind of pick up what people did in the past and we give it our own twist to it yeah man create your own lane yeah. i always talk about that too uh who would you say anybody in the industry uh is a heavy influence oh you? yeah uh Lil peep for sure okay. out of everybody okay he's he's the one that basically got me like oh maybe maybe i can do this because up until that point i didn't know you could like make music out your crib because yeah. i was when he died i was young yeah but i, I thought i always thought you had to save up your bag hit up the studio and once i realized like oh we could get a laptop you know a little interface headphones or whatever a mic go on garage band i was like what the fuck that shit blew my <laughs> that shit blew my mind yeah so i'm yeah. like yeah i got a love-hate relationship with the fact that you can uh you can really make music out your house man don't uh, because yeah. Uh, I feel like it's again everybody wants to be a rapper everybody wants to be an artist but the fact that you can make one song in your fucking mama's basement and that <laughs> shit went viral on TikTok that shit bothers me bro because of the fact that there's been people that have been putting in work for years oh, and hell years yeah. and years that have way better music and they don't get that fucking shine so that shit kind of bothers me. Um, I have a love-hate relationship. I love it because uh, it, it's easier for artists. You know what I'm saying? It's it's uh, it's a better tool. You know what I'm saying? Instead of you having to go spend a whole bunch of money at the studio and all that other shit. But it, then again, social media is involved with that too. As far oh, as hell like, yeah. you you made that shit in your fucking basement or some shit. But that's my love-hate relationship with it. Do you think uh, social media has helped or hurt the industry? Uh, both. Tell me, uh, tell me, tell me why <clears throat> on both sides. It helps people because you got, I mean, people like, I know back then in the 90s, you everybody that came up, I'm pretty sure if you asked them, they like already been rapping for years before they came up. Yeah. But there's people that could be making music within months nowadays and blow the fuck up. And some of them deserve it because they have true talent. And then yep. you just, some of them, they're fucking trolls that are getting famous. <laughs> yep. And you're like, damn, like, like you say, like people have been in this industry forever trying to make a name. 
and then somebody makes a track just bullshitting around or not even that like they do it with wrong intentions not for the love of the sport and uh they they blowing up so i'll I'll say it definitely helped us but probably more so it hurt us yeah yep Again, social bro, social yeah. media, who especially TikTok, man. Yeah, it's a, like I said, bro. I I really just have a love hate relationship with it, bro. It's cool, but then you got your you got a it's a lot of goods, a lot of bads about it, but scary. Yeah, not for real. You man. could go whoosh, and then straight down like a month <laughs> later, and then you never heard of again. Absolutely, absolutely, bro. Uh, so again, we met at between two dumps. Did you perform that night? Nah, I didn't even know it was an open mic. We're oh, all okay. at the studio and. We just saw it like last minute, so we were just going through just to network, just to meet people. Okay, you know. Actually, I think that might have been a, the producer one. It was, yeah. it okay. was, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Did you uh, have you ever performed? No, Before? I haven't had a live performance. I scheduled a couple. Like, there's been twice where I try to get bookings and in the they drop me last minute, or I just like, you know, like they just replace me with somebody. So even though you haven't performed <laughs> live yet, do you practice performing? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. I practice. I'll be having my little podcast mics that I haven't done nothing with. For sure. You feel me? Little kid in the mirror type shit. Bro, I tell people all the time, <laughs> bro, you know, like, Between Two Nuts is a great outlet for uh, up-and-coming artists, especially if you haven't performed. Um, you can practice performing there and stuff like that. But, uh, man, because there's a lot of uh, – I talked about this on a, on a different episode, bro. There's a lot of artists that go perform their, you know, 50, 60-plus artists and – they may have a good song, but they they suck at performing. Oh hell you yeah! Know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that's one aspect that's that's definitely important uh, because that can make or break you. Because uh, I, I mean, I, I watched Little Baby when he first came out, and uh, he came to my hometown, and I watched this man just walk back and forth on the stage from right to left, and I was like, bro, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> like it is absolutely fucking boring. So. Uh, Performing is something that every artist, you got to take it serious. Because I used to be an artist. Um, I performed multiple times. But, yeah, no, nah, y- y'all got to do that. Y'all got to practice, 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 practice. Um, and also, when you do perform, make sure you fill out where you're performing. Like, as in, it's not a rage. Like, <laughs> like a lot of people want to go perform. They, they Mosh hype pits everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and it, you think you Travis Scott. Bro, nobody knows your music. Nobody's going to fucking, fucking mosh pit with your shit, bro. That's not going to happen. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Like, Travis Scott can do that because everybody fucking knows his music. He's fucking famous. All that other shit. You know what I'm saying? Or all these other people. Um, but when you're doing that shit, it's like fucking between two dumpsters, bro. You look kind of goofy. So, yeah. I don't I don't like when <laughs> artists do that shit, bro. We've definitely seen that too many times over there. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Just you gotta feel the you gotta feel the crowd out. Like if you if, if you you gotta feel the crowd out, you gotta feel the space out and see. Cause I know everybody doesn't have the same song. You know what I'm saying? If you got five songs, all five of your songs are different. You know what I'm saying? So pick the one that you feel is the best for that moment. Don't fucking if you feel like if it's a chill crowd, everybody chilling. Don't fucking pick a, a rage ass song and then go up there and try to fucking jump on the goddamn dumpsters and some shit, bro. It's not, it's not gonna work. You're gonna look yeah, stupid. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, bro, the the performance aspect of being an artist is stupid, fucking important. Um, also, so I know you you just told me you you haven't been in the game that long, um, but how many songs have you made so far? Uh, like released or just made overall? Just made overall. Shit, uh, easily over like two hundred. Okay. So in that yeah. case, 
Have you ever gotten writer's block? Uh, yes, but not for too long. I think the longest I got writer's block was like maybe for like a day, a day or two. Is it something that you have you did to get over it? Yeah, just <clears throat> what I do. I, I I try like I don't like pressure myself. You know, if I have writer's block, I'm not gonna be like one of those people to be. Oh, you get just gotta keep on writing, keep on writing. Like, nah, I just I'll step away from music for like a couple hours or a night, yeah, depending, and I'll go out, go outside, and try to be active, and you know, distract myself. And normally that does it. That does the trick now, but who knows? Maybe it'll change later. So, what's that, what's the actual story behind your artist name? Artist name, so Monty is the first five letters of my last name, and Slay is an acronym. It stands for Successful Life, Ambitious Youth. Oh, okay, yeah. I like that. How did you come up you. with that, bro? Just <clears throat> literally, I have in my my phones. I have a list of just names that I was going through and I was testing all of them out. I'll show up to the studio with my homeboys. I'm like, what you think it is? What you think it is? Cause I didn't know what I want to go by. Yeah. At first I was going by Marciano. That's, that's my, my first name. Okay. But then I heard of the artist, you heard of Rock Marciano? You heard of him? No, nah, I haven't. He's an artist. I think he's from New York or some shit, but he has a big following and I'm like, that's too close to his. I don't want to, <laughs> yeah, I don't want that to like bite off his shit. Yeah. yeah. So now I was like, let me cut it in half. Let me call myself Marcy. I was like, Marcy Bands, Marcy Mags. I was like going through fucking everything. Yeah. And if for some reason, just Slay just always stuck out to me. I was like, Slay, Slay. I'm like, it sounds funny. I kind of like it. And I was going by the whole Slayer for like a week or two. Yeah. And I was like, nah, that sounds too corny. So I was just, I was thinking. And then I remember I wrote it down. And when I wrote it down, I was like, I was like, I want each letter to stand for something. And then it just clicked. I'm like, boom, boom. Just, Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I like that. As an artist too, uh, have you think you found your sound yet? Yes and no. Because I, when I think I found my sound, I'll try something else and I'll really like it. So what, I don't even know. What makes you think you found it? Because I, I, you just told me why you, why you think you haven't. What makes you think you found it when you do have something you think is cool? Uh, I'll make something and just like the way I mix it, I'll, I'll fall in love with it. I'll be like, yo, like everything about it sounds nice. It sounds better than my last mix. You know, mm. like... So I guess I'm progressing in a way. How and I did, was like, so no, 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 you good? How how did you first start off? Like, what what was the creative process behind maybe a song or finding your sound? Finding my sound, just <clears throat> comparing. I guess comparing myself to other artists, like what I fuck with the most. Mm. And I was like, let me try their type beats because I'm not a producer. You know, I just right. I'm just an engineer. So I'll just go on YouTube and I'm very picky. Are you picky when it comes to picking beats? Picky as fuck, bro. Yeah, like if it has like over a certain amount of views, I'm not going to click on it. <laughs> yeah, because then I'm like, Cause either it's going to get bought out or yeah. everybody, like, I don't want to rap on 30 other people's beats. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I'm like, 10K views, that's a bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said that's a yeah. bet. Hell yeah. It's on Beastars even better. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, bro. I don't, uh, when I was an artist, man, I can't, I couldn't just rap on anything. Um, also, I was just like, the beat had to speak to me. Oh, if it didn't yeah. speak to me, I was like, yeah, yeah I, I, ain't, I ain't fucking with it. But you on that. I knew, because I'm, I don't give a fuck, bro. I, I tell everybody, I'm the hook god. I will make the best hook you ever fucking heard, the catchiest hook you ever fucking heard. But I knew when I had a, when I had a hit, when I heard the beat for the first 10 seconds. If I, if, if, if I can make a hook right when I hear it, I know it. I know I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's Hell it. yeah. 
That's it right there. It'd be the lyrics be in the beat. Yeah, you just literally. gotta you just gotta listen for it. Literally, bro. Yeah, I just the beat the beat tell me exactly what I need what I need to say. Oh yeah, that's how I work it. That's how I work. That's the best part. I it's the best feeling to too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though you again you haven't been stupid deep in it yet, do you have a, your most memorable moment you've had so far? Uh, I'll say probably I'm with the collective, so I'll say when I first. <clears throat> my very first time in the studio is when I met all of them. Okay. And that was like probably the most memorable thing that stuck out to me. Cause mm-hmm. like I, I just, I didn't, I never knew these people at all or the main guy or our producer. And I was like going into his crib. I just walked in and then everybody was there and we all just met each other for the first time. And then we made mm-hmm. our first track together. And that was just, it was, it was just fun, you know? Yeah. Cause we're yeah. all new to it, doing it together. So that was probably like the best shit that happened in this industry for me. yet. Gotcha. Talk to me about uh, AFM, your group. I don't know everybody in the in the group, their names like one by yeah. one, but I remember uh, interviewing all of y'all one by one. Hell so yeah. <laughs> uh, talk to me about y'all, man. How did y'all come together? What do y'all do? You know what I'm man. saying? Talk to me about it. So <clears throat> there's, I think there's six of us. Okay. So it's uh, Scott Miller, AFM, Noessi, me, Monty Slay, uh, Stay the Night, and then our cameraman, Mr. Hercules. Uh, we all met each other through Scott Miller, the main producer. He was the guy with the curly hair and glasses. Yeah. Yeah, he was the one. Uh, he's been making music longer than all of us since he was, like, since his teenage years. Mm. And he wanted to get a collective going, but he didn't know how. So he finally said, fuck it, I'm just going to shoot for it. And he started getting us together. Like, AFM, he knew him from high school. So he, he said, like, yo, come to the studio to make music. And then me, I, I used to work with him. We used to work at HGB together. I was pushing carts. Oh, okay. I was slinging them carts. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Trapping out HGB, okay. Yeah. yeah. Feel me? And he, he came up to me. I met him, like, at a party. And I was like, I want to make music. We were just talking about it. And he's like, well, I make music and blah, 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 and chopping it up. So he invited me. You know, like, stayed a night. He knew him from high school, too. And, like, Noessi, we met him through AFM. So he kind of just, he just pulled people from wherever he knew him from. Yeah. Put us in a room. We didn't even know it was gonna be collective. We just put us in a room. He's like, "I want to start a collective. Y'all want to be in it?" And we're like, "Yeah." Damn. Just simple as that. Damn. So y'all just was like, it was, it was kind of like, was it? You feel like it was like a one by one thing, like how y'all got together. Like you said, Noessi started it, or uh, Scott Scott Miller. Scott Miller yeah. Scott, okay, so he was a Scott mastermind. or Sky. Scott Miller, like, Scott, uh, okay, okay. yeah, Scott. Did, do you think that he was the one that was like that pulled everybody one by one? You know what I'm saying? That got everything together. Oh yeah, to make, it, make it the actual group. Yeah, he pulled everybody besides Noessi. Noessi okay. was like, he came afterwards. He knew AFM, and uh, like we heard him like we call him one take Drake, cause like he just he never double takes anything. He always does it in one take. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we're like, bro, this guy's amazing. <laughs> And he just like he it was one of, he just kept coming around and coming around, yeah. and then he was like, oh let me record this. We're like, bro, hop on this. And eventually, like you just you one of us now. Yeah. That's so, yeah what's but up. Besides that, he pulled everybody. He like basically handpicked like a little draft type shit. Damn. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that's hard. That's hard, bro. So have y'all um have y'all done anything to like progress y'all sales, y'all music? Um, you know what I'm saying? The group. What do y'all do? To, to make that to make yourselves better, you know what I'm saying, or, or progress. Yeah, um, <clears throat> we have we have a schedule. Everything is like choreographed. Okay, what we do. You know, we meet up every Tuesday at our producer's house and we make music together. 
and we try to be active and go on photo shoots and shit like that. We we plan all this shit out, and um, you know, we're now trying to dabble in to try to make content on TikTok and stuff. Be more active on social media, basically. Yeah. And like you know, just skits or whatever comes to mind. You know, just everything's on the table with us. We just want to do it all, and I think that's what makes us. That's how we're progressing. We're just constantly trying new things. So, do you think that y'all have found any other avenues to help, not progress your music, but like help people listen to your music or get your music out there to more people? Have y'all found any other things? Because, like me, when I was an artist, um, I be- I created a clothing brand. Then I became a DJ. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I did other shit to say, okay, I'm still an artist, but I do all of this other st- other stuff for you to focus on my artistry. Uh, I'll say like. Shit like this, like, <clears throat> you know, going on people's podcasts or just yeah. fucking uh, between two dumpsters or at the Baron, just networking, just we we'll go out in person or sometimes we'll be downtown at like, you know, the murals and shit, how they have it all painting like a uh, Pimp C and Big Mo and yeah, all that. Yeah. Yeah. Like we have photo shoots there and you guarantee to run into people because those places like that are always packed. For sure. And when we talk to them, we'd be like, oh yeah, we're all part of collective. And they're like, oh, like that's kind of rare nowadays. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. So they're like, they already have an interest in us. And we're like, yo, if you want to, you know, jam on music or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And we just exchange socials or whatever the fuck the case may be. But that's how we uh, adventure out and, you know, try to push our shit, just networking in person. Yeah, bro. Networking, most most important thing, bro. It's not, like I always say, it's not all about what you know, but about who you know. Oh, yeah. Um. So what actually made you want to come on Chef Radio? I, when I first met you, you were really cool. I like the vibes. I appreciate it, bro. And then I didn't even like know you could get on here just like the way you're able to. You feel me? If you're an artist or anything, I thought like it was just word of mouth. Like you got to get to know somebody type shit. Mm, yeah, no. Nah. So I was like, I was, I was like up for like the whole month. I was watching your shit. I'm like, yeah, this is pretty dope. I was like watching, I think the, what's his name? Rip Cars. Yeah, my boy. Rip. Yeah, yeah. I really like that one. <clears throat> there was a couple others. I'm like, yeah, this, this dude's cool. Like it's not like one of those podcasts where it's like kind of like awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like he knows how to talk to people. That's Hell the word. Yeah. yeah. He knows yeah, how to bro. socialize. Yeah, absolutely, bro. I always try to make my guests as comfortable as they can be, bro. But um yeah, man. Uh it, I anybody come on the show, all you gotta do is ask. I, I think for some reason, you're not the only one, bro. Like people be scared to ask to come on the show and I'm like, dude, it's this is not no like closed off thing. Yeah. Like some people think like it's closed off, like it's closed off. Like you say, you got to know somebody to know somebody to know me. Like get invited like, yeah, type or, shit. Yeah, or get invited. I was like, nah, bro. I just ask. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll bring you on the show. So I do this shit for artists, DJs, and producers, bro. But I, I really want to um, help people get their name out there because, again, um, I I don't think that there's a lot of media like this in Houston for artists to get out there and, and talk about themselves, t- tell people who they are. Nah, like, for real. Th- there's a lot of open mics. You know what I'm saying out here? Open mics are great. You're gonna people are gonna hear your music, but people do they know who you are? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like people are not gonna know exactly who you are as a person, as an artist, just by listening to your music. You know what I'm saying? They can kind of figure out who you are off of maybe social media and listening to your music. You know what I'm saying? Because they see this brand, this character. But yeah. as far as an artist, who you are. Man, you find that shit out on the Breakfast Club, Hot Hot ninety seven, all that shit because yeah. they doing interviews, man, and they talking about their projects and stuff like that. So, and also talking about themselves as an artist. Do you and your collective have any upcoming projects that y'all y'all about to do? Oh yeah, we're almost done with um our second mixtape. I don't know what we're gonna call it. <laughs> I, we still don't know. Yeah, 
we're just trying to get all the tracks together first, but yeah. we're working on that and just a bunch of EPs and shit like that. Just trying to really be active. So I think we're pretty much damn near done. There's like one track left on the album we need to finish. How many tracks are we going to have? I want to say it's about seven or eight. Okay. Yeah, a good eight. Okay. Maybe throw in a bonus or two. That's tough. So, yeah. Do you, do you think that y'all all make the same type of music? Oh, no. Nah. We're all different. Everybody's different? Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, <clears throat> you got certain people, like, they remind me of, like, kind of like a Jack Harlow type shit, like, or, like, I guess generic rap. Mm-hmm. And you got me, I consider myself, like, way different from everybody else. I'm, like, <clears throat> more, like, on my heavy melodic shit. Okay. Or just, like, you know, I just try to switch it up every time. But there's definitely, none of us have the same flow. Everybody's different. Yeah. Yeah. Only reason I ask that is because I, I do remember playing a AFM song. I don't remember what song it was. I remember that live. But I put that shit on fucking California Love. And that, that shit, shit was, was hard. <laughs> I screen recorded it and sent it to him because he, he left. Like, he left the live. He had to yeah. leave or some shit. And I'm like, bro, you need to join back. <laughs> yeah. That shit was crazy, bro. That shit was crazy. I don't even remember. I don't remember the song, but I was like... Cause yeah, it was unreleased. Know, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So, if y'all don't know, man, just to, to spice shit up on my live, what I do is... I'll play your song, but like midway through your song, sometimes I will take, I will strip your vocals and I'll put you on a known beat. So I took his vocals off and then, cause actually I put it on a, on, on a different song first on a different beat first. And then I scrolled on my on Serato and I seen California love. And I was like, let me try, let me try this shit. So I put it on there and bro, it sound it sound like he was like, it remix. sounded like that was the song. Yeah, it sounded like a remix. Yeah. <laughs> that was the song. I was like, that was crazy, bro. That bro, and then the way he was the way he was <laughs> Bro. Oh my god. That shit was nasty. That shit was crazy, bro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I do a lot of shit like that to uh also that that's that, that type of shit, bro. It keeps people interacting. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Cause they like again, it I I'd say this all the time too. Why I don't this is another reason why I don't necessarily like open mics, is because you're sitting around listening to a whole bunch of music you don't know. And yeah. nine times out of ten, you really don't care. And sometimes it's, the music is not that good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So what I try to do instead of just playing people's music is try to spice it up a little bit. If I think your song is cool or if I think it, it could sound a little bit better or if I think I can just fuck with it a little bit, I'll put you on a beat. I'll put, or if you're a producer, I'll put fucking Drake on your beat. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. But we also, I'm also about building up the artist. So I'm pretty sure that when, if AFM seen that shit, he probably was like, bro, that's fucking dumb. Bro, like, he was geeking in his room. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. he did. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's, <laughs> that's the type of shit I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to make you feel good by doing, you know what I'm saying? Doing shit like that. Cause then you kind of like, bro, like, oh shit. Like I can rap on some Tupac shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I really like doing shit like that. Um, I think, uh, you sent me a song. I don't know if I played your song. No, nah, you, you didn't get to play it. Yeah, but bro. I know there was like so many people that sent bro, that shit. Yeah, so so now I'm not going to lie. I'm about to start charging people for to play the beat because I, I got you. so many submissions. It was ridiculous. So I was like, all right. Because I know, and I'm only on live for like two hours. Bro. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, if that, but it's really hard um, to to do all of that, keep everybody engaged as well. You know, people be in and out. It's yeah. on Instagram Live, so I can't really play other music too. 
Because um, Instagram will shut my ass down, which is where I really want to do it on TikTok because you can play anything on TikTok. Yeah, but you need a, but you need you a need thousand a followers. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, bro. So I feel you on that one. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. But now I really try to do other stuff to keep artists, keep people engaged, keep people wanting to come back to the live. Um, man, it's it's funny because before I did that last underground heat, people were like, bro, when you doing underground heat again? When you doing underground heat again? I'm like. <laughs> I didn't think people fucked with underground yeah. heat like that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, bro. I just, I just really wanted to, to do a lot of stuff for artists. Have um, different outlets, different things to try to help put artists on. Um, I mean, I could do, I could do the most I could do. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, you only one man. Yeah. If, if, yeah. if you don't blow up, I'm sorry. I, I did everything <laughs> that I could. I brought you on the show. I fucking played yeah. your music. I spend your the shit. The rest on you. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. rest, the rest, is, it's on you. And Your I did it all grab. out of the love. I ain't charge you. I I did it all out the yeah. off, off the free ski. You know what I'm saying? So that's what makes you different too, bro. You just basically it shows your love for the sport, your love for the game. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I I really feel like I do this because uh, one, like I like I said, it's not a lot of media outlet outlets like that here but two uh back home in my city bro i know for a fact that nobody would ever do anything like that for me so oh, why the yeah. fuck not do that for other people you know what i'm saying yeah. um they be so, charging yeah. out the ass bro. yeah bro we want to charge a whole bunch of money or whatever or they be gatekeeping too yeah gatekeeping yeah that's a fact too yeah. so <laughs> hate gatekeepers bro <laughs> yeah bro um what's your favorite song that you made Favorite song that I made. It's not even released yet. And yeah. I made it the other night, too. <laughs> why, why do you think it's your favorite? Do you, do you think the song is your favorite, or did you have just, did you just have fun creating it? Both. Because it was the first ever Chopped and Screw song I made. Mm. Like, I'm starting to now dabble into making more music for Houston. Right. And um, I was like, you know, I want to make a Chopped and Screw song. And I was just fucking with, like, I slow, like, it was just one of those, like, you know how you're there in the studio, you maybe do something to the beat or your vocals or whatever, and then yeah. it just that flip, you're like... Damn, <laughs> I did that to the beat. I slowed yeah. down the beat, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And then it just you know, your mind just takes off from there, and you're like, "This and that." Let me try to you know a little bit of that. Take take that out. Yeah. And I just had really fun making it. It was like probably the first time in like a month that I had like really fun making a track where it wasn't like because recently it's been kind of like kind of feel, feeling kind of forced. So I've been taking a break because I don't yeah. want to make bad music. Facts. Facts. But this time it was like I was just jumping on it. <clears throat> recorded my shit, chopped and screwed it, and I'm like, this is my new favorite shit. Yeah, I like that. Cause <laughs> I, when I when I I have the most fun verse ever. I um I made and it was actually I was a feature. It's actually my song now because I bought it. <laughs> but um it was these two guys I used to make music with, um and they made a song called Yes of Course. It's still never out. It's, I never put it out. Uh, it's still one of my favorite songs to this date though. And they made the song. I was in the studio while they made the song, and I was like, "Ooh, this this is it." I was like, "This this a motherfucking hit," because the guy who made the the guy who made the hook, he had sent me the hook, he had sent me the beat, but he never sent me the flow, so I didn't know uh, how he was gonna flow on it. And I was like, when I try to do it, I'm like, "Nah, this ain't." This yeah. Ain't they took me to the. I went to the studio with him though. He laid it down. I was like, "Hmm." Okay, I didn't even I ain't even think about doing it like that. You know what I'm saying? He did it. Then the uh second second dude hopped on. And then I was like, Yeah, go ahead and make a make some room for a third person. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and hop on that. I'm gonna go ahead and hop on that, bro. Add a quick uh, little box for me. Yeah, bro. I ended up making that I made that fucking verse in like 
shit, two, three minutes, bro. Oh, and hell yeah. It, like you like you said you use auto tune I use auto tune too when I uh when I when I uh make music so man just being in a studio because that was I was in a I was in a funk for a long time where I I just really didn't have I I wasn't I had writer's block shit like that I just wasn't making music and I was like fuck it I'm the weight felt like it got lifted off my shoulders because it wasn't my song. So I didn't really, I cared, like, of course, I didn't want to have a bad verse. I never want to have a bad verse. Yeah. But I was like. The pressure wasn't you know, the really pressure on. Wasn't yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not my shit. So I was like, all right. So I wrote that shit. I went in the studio, bro, and I, and I laid it down. But it was it was the most fun verse I ever made, like, actually spit in the studio. I was like, bro, this shit is dope. Like, the way I was rapping on it, the flow, the shit I was saying, I was like, yeah, this is this is it. And then uh, I ain't gonna lie to the the verse is God, God, godly, bro. It's so <laughs> catchy, bro. It's like okay, yeah, yeah. And I did my thing. So them, them two dudes, they was like, bro. I said, I don't remember. They wasn't fucking with the song. I said, boy, I'm gonna go ahead and buy that off y'all boys, <laughs> like for real. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and buy that. off They became boys. the feature yeah. for real. Yeah, <laughs> for real, they became the feature. So I was like, yeah. Let me go ahead and buy that off your boys, but uh, yeah, <laughs> nah, it's it's been a it's been a couple times where I can't lie, where I've been in the studio and I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You you just kind of know, bro. Um, have you ever been? T- so how do y'all how do y'all make y'all music? Do y'all make it y'all home studio? Uh, yeah, it's all over the uh, producer's crib. It's out of his crib. Okay, you feel me? He has his little shit set up in the closet with the mic. <clears throat> you feel me? Just home studio, like where you have exact same thing. Yeah. Same thing at my crib too, just home studio. So do you do y'all like start from scratch in the studio, or do you uh, you, you get some beats sent to you and then you kind of make a verse and then y'all goes lay it down? Uh, both. So you know, sometimes like I'll show up and they already have like shit recorded. They're like, oh, you know, this guy recorded this at the actual studio, or yeah. we met up the day before and recorded it. So I'm like, okay, now I'll just sit down and write to it because it don't take me long to write. So I'll just sit down and write to it, or. Our producer, if he happens to make a beat, he was like, yo, I want everybody to hop on this, and he'll play it. And then we just be sitting there for an hour or two, everybody writing. Mm. So, I mean, it just, it depends that day. Like, it's different every time. Yeah, bro. Um, what we used to do, uh, me and my guys, when we used to go to the studio, we would, man, we'd make, like, five, six songs at a time. And, uh, you know, we we practice them while we we'd go to my, we'd be in my career practicing the songs, turning on the beats and shit like that. And then we go lay them shits down. Because we would go to the studio. I don't know how long you'd be in the studio, bro. But we would go to the studio for like six, seven hours at a time. Oh, hell yeah. Like, we'd be in that motherfucker cooking. <laughs> I mean, cooking, bro. Yeah. And um, the greatest part about being an artist and then also progression, the progression of an artist, bro, is like, you know that not every song you make is, is good. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, not every song you make is going to get put out. Not every song you make is a hit. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it was a, it was a lot of times, man. We'd go in the uh, we don't we don't want to waste the money, but it was really me paying for it. But we didn't want to <laughs> waste the money, but we'd go in that motherfucking experiment, bro. And I remember when my my homie, shout out Yuri, the producer, when he got his home studio, bro. We would really go over there and we start making songs from scratch. Like he'd make yeah. the beat right there, we make yeah. the flow right there, we make the lyrics right there, and we record it right there. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the best and that's the most organic shit. Oh, you know hell what I'm yeah. Saying? Most definitely. Making that shit from scratch, it's the best thing. You, I think it's the yeah. one of the best things you can do as an artist. It's like, that's you make a beat from scratch, like you, 
like literally that's your pride and joy <clears throat> knowing that like you that's probably your proudest track if you if you made a beat from scratch and then you rapped on it you're like literally everything about that i did myself yeah that's like the best feeling bro and you know the beat is catered to you because oh yeah you made it's it not, yeah, yeah it's, it's, just, it's yours like ain't, ain't nothing else in the world that, that's the same thing you might find something that's similar uh but nah you know when it's catered to you bro it's that's just when it's the best that's what i feel like when you can make the best music because the type beats don't get me wrong there are a lot of good type beats i used to be a type beat artist but that beat is not catered to how you are as an artist yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's catered to whoever that type beat is for. It. Little baby, yeah, uh, Gunna. You know what I'm saying. Young Thug, Dirk, all these other artists. Like it's catered to them. Literally has their name in yeah, the beat. Literally, yeah, literally, little Dirk type beat. Yeah, <laughs> free <laughs> on YouTube. You know what I'm saying. So yeah, bro. That I think that's the uh, that's the beauty in it. You know what I'm saying. The, the the way you get to when you start from scratch. You know what I'm saying. So yeah, most dev. What's uh. What's a song that you got that you know is a hit when somebody hear it? Uh, mm, like unreleased or unreleased? E- either one. I'll say there's this one song. <clears throat> I don't know if I'll call it a hit, but it's like I guess most catchy. Okay. It's called Hashtag I'm Over You, and it was it was just a freestyle, but like I guess because it has a hook, literally just me saying "Tell a bitch I'm over you." <laughs> like yeah, that's that's what it is, and uh, like a lot of my my homeboys they fuck with that shit when they see me they be. Like rapping it and stuff like that, so I think that one, if it gets the right exposure and some attention, I think it could definitely like catch wave. So, if you could have an artist, dead or alive, that you can make a feature with today, who would it be? Jimi Hendrix. Why Jimi? Because he's the best man to ever play the guitar. Mm. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I'll get him on the track for sure. You get Jimi on the track for sure. Yes. Hell yeah. I'll just rap on his guitar. <laughs> yeah. And you so be my, he could be my hook man. <laughs> the hook man with yeah. the guitar. That's funny. Oh, um, so I know you said you went to a lot of melodic, you know, melody type of type of things. Do you I know you said you said Lil Peep? Or, yeah, that's well, that's okay. my bro. So somebody that was I know that was into like a lot of melodic shit that I I didn't necessarily become a fan of him or his music, but I did. There was a lot of songs that I did like, and that's Juice World. Fuck um, it. He go hard. He yeah. He was he go was crazy, hard. bro. So, cause there was a, a, a quick side note, bro. There was a song um, that this guy was playing when I worked at Finish Line. It was a. It, I don't know if you ever heard the song, but it's called Candles by Juice World. You ever heard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I thought it was fucking Post Malone that he was fucking playing because <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't hear it that well I just heard the, the melody yeah and um it was on some it sounded like some Post Malone shit to me and uh he was playing it it stuck it got stuck in my head like I remember the melody and I went home and I was like bro what was that song I'm over here typing in Post Malone fucking this and that and I'm like bro I can't find this fucking Post Malone song <laughs> and I remember when I went back to back to work you had to and, ask uh, him I asked him I said hey bro what was that Post Malone song you was playing? And he was like, Post Malone? He was like, bro, I don't listen to Post Malone. I was like, bro, you was listening to like this melody-ass song? And I had to describe it. He was like, bro, that's Juice World." I was like, uh. <laughs> I was like, no fucking way that was Juice World, bro. He, he gave me the song, and I was like, oh, that shit is Juice World, bro. But um, I think, man, when you, when, you are a, when you are able to make a melodic ass or a good melody song, bro, 
it's something about it. It's something about the key that that'll give a motherfucker goosebumps. You know what I'm saying? Yes, bro. Like I don't know, <laughs> I don't know God. why, but it's just like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Or that's that singing shit. Yeah, if you know how to hit the keys right, or sometimes yeah. like there be artists that hit the keys wrong and it still sounds dope. Yeah. But yeah, like if you sound, you wouldn't be able to know like who you are on a track if you play your raw shit and then after with auto tune and shit like that. It yeah. literally changes everything. No, it really does. It really does, bro. Um, so no, I'm, I was I definitely had a, a time period where I was like, I, I really fuck with the melody. I still yeah. fuck with it too, but like, I was kind of like, oh, I, I really kind of fuck with you. Yeah, that's right what I fuck shit. with right now. <laughs> trying to, I try to switch it up though. Yeah, I don't wanna, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, man. Not the same thing every time. For sure. Where do you see you and your collective within the next five years? Five to actually, tell me where you see a collective five years from now and ten years from now. Five years from now, I'll say <clears throat> we had just broken mainstream. <laughs> but nah, but on some real shit, five years from now, I say um, we living off of our music most definitely. Yeah. You know, it's became on nine to five. This is, this is what we do now. It's our job. And I'll say ten years from now, we we're a household name. Everybody knows us. Mm. We ready. We we started trends. We made waves. Absolutely. And uh, you no, know, that's when we start giving back. You know, we start. Trying to put on other artists and shit like that. Absolutely, bro. That, I'm, I'm glad you said that. That actually is about to go to my uh, my next question. Is probably gonna be my last one, man. So I ask all artists this because I just want to know, man. I, I I'm so big on giving back. I'm so big on on putting people on. So when you when you do make it big into the industry, bro, do you plan on coming back to the city and doing something for Houston? Most definitely, I do. I bro, 100. I want to open up a shop when I come back. What type of shop? <clears throat> That's the thing. Anything type of shop. Just I want to get people exposure because mm. right now it's so hard for all of us because we're all in the same industry, entertainment industry, to get attention because people have such a short extension attention span and Facts. exposure and shit like that. I want to open up a shop just like you know you make clothing. Let's make a deal and you sell your clothing out of my store. You know, mm. be like the Baron and have open mics or producers, DJs, and um, artists. You know, have a podcast room just. That's where, that's where you could like get your foot in the door, and that's where you you get your start from. For sure, for but sure, yeah, bro. I hopefully, like if no one tries to mark my shit when I come back to the city, <laughs> yeah, bro. people be crazy. Yeah, nah, I feel you, man. Yeah. Cause I I will um, I got a couple things out here in Houston that I want to do, but I definitely got some shit I want to go back home and do, bro. Um, yeah. I want to. Have you ever been to the A Leaf Community Center? Yeah, nah, I heard of it. Okay, so they just built this giant ass community center. I'm gonna try to make this quick because everybody's fucking heard this story before. But <laughs> I'm trying to, I want to make this giant ass fucking, uh, almost like a leaf community center. But I want to put, I want it to be like a, a a music center. So it's somewhere where local artists in my city can go to record songs. I want like 50, 60, 70 plus recording studios. Oh, shit. Um, I'm, I'm almost kind of like the Baron. Collective, like it's a lot bigger. Yeah, just way bigger. Um, you know, you can kind of go in there and chill, like little little uh, game room if you want to just go in there and chill. Also, you can go in there and take lessons. You can you can take DJ lessons. You can take singing lessons. You can take producer lessons. You can take audio engineer lessons. You know what I'm saying? Like you can do a lot of different shit uh, within music. Uh, if you uh, help uh, artists know how to perform i want to have a big ass room or like i don't know if you what, what to call it but like a uh like a big ass like garage area where warehouse, warehouse yeah, yeah warehouse yeah. where i could put on performances i could put on open mics 
You know what I'm saying? Like just yeah. a, a giant ass center where it's all music and entertainment based. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that'd be fucking dope. That'd be fucking yeah. dope. <laughs> so then you're gonna have everybody want to come to your hell city. Yeah, bro. Everybody yeah, like, that's where we gotta get the start. We yeah. gotta go back, yeah, back to the hometown. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah, man. Shout yourself out. Tell everybody where they can find you, where you can find Shit. your music, <clears throat> all of that, my guy. If you want to follow me on Instagram, belloboy.marciano, M-A-R-C-I-A-N-O. Uh, all streaming platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, Monty Slay, M-O-N-T-E-S-L-A-Y. TikTok, Monty underscore Slay. And um, hopefully I have a, I'm not hopefully, I will have a song dropping middle of July. My first ever chopped and screwed song that I will be dropping. Yes, sir. You know, people say they fuck with it, so I know they're gonna. Houston's gonna fuck with it. Absolutely, so, yeah. absolutely, man. I appreciate you for coming on the show, my guy. Doing your damn thing. Yeah, hey. Thank you for having me, bro. Yes, sir, man. You already know it's the dessert mix up next. Keep it locked. It's DJ Preem, Monty Slate doing the damn thing. It is Chef Radio. Yes, sir. I appreciate my guy Monty Slate for coming through, dropping some gems on us, doing his damn thing on Chef Radio. Make sure y'all follow him, follow everything he got going on over there. But you know what time it is over here? It's time for the dessert mix. Let's get into it. I'm just trying to be somebody's motivation. Take me 
I'm gonna do everything in my strength. 
motherfucking time here on Chef Radio. Hey, I want to thank my guy once again, Monty Slay, for coming through, dropping some gems on us, doing this damn thing on Chef Radio. Hey, make sure you don't forget to like, comment, subscribe to Chef Radio. We going up, we going stupid. DJ Prima is always doing a damn thing. I'm going to catch y'all on the next one. I'm going to leave y'all with this one. Another round. Fat Joe, Chris Brown, doing the damn thing. It is the hottest, the biggest. DJ Prima, it is Chef Radio. Yeah.